<laughs> and hello everybody, welcome to post-game reaction to Glendale Raptors at the Utah Warriors. We had a, another game that went right down to the wire. Major League Rugby is definitely uh, providing us with plenty of entertainment. I'm Paul, the guy empowered driving more, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And joining me uh, this morning or evening if you're in the USA um, is uh, Tony. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Paul. Thank you. Just enjoyed another uh, fantastic game of professional rugby in America. Fantastic. Yep. And as uh, the guys on the uh, America's Rugby Pod put on Twitter, um, isn't it great that you can have three days on the trot of professional rugby uh, oh. in uh, in the USA? Um, and uh, it looked like uh, initially they talked a lot about the win, but um, I didn't see that paid that much of a, of a difference in this game. Um, it didn't. Uh, I think both sides could kick okay. Yeah, it's certainly, uh, the second half, it certainly died down and it didn't hurt Glendale at all. Um, you know, the, the, the two tens were marvelous. You know, you've got the Tongan international, you know, just an iconic player, world class, well known, Kurt Morath. And then you've got a guy I'll pick for the Eagles any day, Will McGee. So we had a great game, you know, uh, really well struck by both number tens and they put the ball up in the air, you know, when appropriate. Yeah, and some of those things we were talking about in the last game was also playing what's in front of you. Uh, and we saw that again today with both of them choosing the right time to, to go for the crossfield kicks when they had advantage uh, and knowing that they, it would come back to them. Uh, both times it failed, but at least they both were, they both were trying uh, different things out. So first off, uh, the Utah, with the home advantage, really dominated stuff for the first 10 minutes. Missed a penalty. And uh, but didn't come away with any points. And I, that worried me at that point that they had all that uh, possession, but no, but no points from it. Yeah, I was I was counting the time. You know, I noted the first two minutes it was in De uh, Glendale's territory. Uh, you know, the first four minutes, five minutes, and it sure ended up the first nine or ten minutes that uh, the Glend you know, the Glendale playing defense the entire time. And then as soon as the Glendale went uh, um, down the pitch. Um, they uh, they got themselves a penalty and uh, and knocked it over off the yep. post. Three no, yep. against the end of play against the run of play for sure. And but it's uh, uh, go ahead. And that's the difference between a side that's been together uh, for, for for a while now and a side that uh, that hasn't and, uh, and and is perhaps not quite as well drilled. Definitely. Well, I think it was the you know throughout the course of the whole game, it was the tale of two teams. You know, Glendale is becoming the Yankees of uh, of uh, of the Major League Rugby in America. You know, the team everyone wants to beat and the team everyone wants to hate, and it's a setup they've got up there. So it's a perfect sort of you know team to be on top, team to be beaten. You know, team you want to you every game every game's going to be a tough game for them because uh, everyone's going to look to, to knock them out. Uh, against a Warriors team today that hasn't hasn't been together as much of the Glendale as the Glendale team, they've had one or two uh, one exhibition, that brilliant nine thousand fan uh, event uh, in Utah at the MLS Stadium, um, and then you know you saw a much uh, much more uh, South Pacific Islander presence on the Utah Warriors, so that takes on a different style in 15s games. So you had the Glendale, you know, very attempting to be very well structured and organized you heard dave williams at halftime uh talk about how he was unhappy with glendale uh, and, and their structure and then you know the, the open play of the of the islander influence of utah you know and the, the sheer athleticism of some of those guys so 
just a great, great contest, a great matchup of two different types of teams. It was. And talking of those uh, um, Islander players, um, Vanny Colo uh, basically showed oh. us early, early doors with some breaks. And you're like, OK, they're not finishing them off. But yeah, he was he was a monster all game and they go to guy. All right, it looks like Tony has has frozen up. So I'll just run through the game because uh, so after we had that uh, the, the the penalty for uh, Glendale, the um, they went down the pitch and uh, McGee did a crazy long miss pass um, out, out to the wing right. uh, for their opening yeah. try, uh, where Figs went in the corner. Uh, that was uh, a pretty uh, pr- pretty yeah, again spotting where the gap is and getting the ball there. Well, look at Sam Fig, right? Uh, I believe he's a sevens player for the Wallabies, played on the cir- played on the circuit, and uh, what an impact he had. You know, the, the forty minutes he was on, it was unfortunate he had to come off. Uh, but but you know, getting getting a little later in the first half there, you know, when uh, when, when Patia was moving up the field so beautifully and and uh, and looking to looking to drop the ball off to his support and, and uh, Fig just lined him up pretty good, a very clean hit, lined him up. And, uh, and it was just a beautiful hit, but you know you could you could see Fig Shoulder was was in big trouble. You know he he was going to have to brave that game out, and he ended up ended up leaving when Pate retaliated a few minutes later, right before the half. I think Pate is going to uh, going to going to see the commissioner here this week. Uh, he's he's going to be a little be in a little bit of trouble for that knee to the head or the knee to the shoulder. The well, it's, uh, what, what what I did like though was that they were that some. Um, he got up. He's wandering around, saying, "Look, I'm fine." And they were like, "No, no, you've taken a, a knock to the head. We're having you out of here. There's no messing around." Um, and I did like that from the from the medics, and and that kind of thing is what we need to see. Well, well, are you talking about Chrisman, the 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 nine for Glendale, or are you talking about uh, 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 Fig when he went down? I thought Fig because Fig was. Uh, I think was, well, um, Fig was his shoulder. I think Fig was the shoulder. It looked like the shoulder. It didn't look like it was his head. Okay. It looked like it was shoulder. He, he he wrapped he wrapped pretty nicely and got him right in the right in the crevice of the neck there with his left shoulder. And maybe if he's a right-handed guy, you know, maybe his left left shoulder's a little bit weaker on the tackling side. I mean, I I think I would always have a favorite tackling side, and it certainly wasn't to the left when I was playing. So maybe that's a situation there, you know, where he just kind of. But but gosh, he lined him up well. Patti hit him hard. What a game Patti had. He's a dangerous player as well. Uh, but but the uh, but right right after the I think it might have been right before the half when Chrisman went down the nine when the Utah player was offside and just just cleaned him out when he was picking up the ball head on head uh, and and Power said uh, Power uh, the Dan Power who I thought did a great job in the box in the announcer's box said uh, it looks like uh, Chrisman is out you know Chrisman's out cold or something like you know whatever the words were. Uh, and then he ends up not even getting off for an HIA. So that was a little bit of a a little bit of a struggle in terms of what the announcers saw and commentated on, and what happened on the field. Yeah, I'm, I think I disagree with the announcer there because I saw him lifting his hand up. So I don't think he was out cold. Um, but yes, yeah, fair enough. But definitely he took some sort of neck um, bash and, yeah. d- and didn't want to move. Yeah. Um, now whether that's yeah. the head as well, I don't know. But um, but he, uh, the yeah, because I, I thought well, well, Fig went off with like over forty minutes. It was time up. Yep. If you wanted to, you could hide him on the pitch for two for for for, for the last sixty seconds uh, and assess him at right. half time. But they didn't. They they, they dragged him straight off, um, which I thought was a good which which, which I liked. Absolutely, but, no question, no question. 
And the injury, the injuries were, I thought injuries were going to play a big part in this game, but in the end they didn't because uh, Glendale lost um, Rock uh, early doors. And he's Casey a, Rock. Yep. Casey Rock, uh, who, uh, uh, very early on. He's a big, big man for them in the line out uh, in that engine yep. room. Then oh, yeah. they lost Fig at, on half time. So they, they've used up both of their, um, their second row and their loose, loose, loose forward, uh, replacements. Well, very early. Two players you'd, ex- or two, two positions you'd expect to bring players on for fresh legs later on. But as you said, the, uh, the, the engine, the, they, they kept their engines going and you can see that's part of the training that they're, that they're doing up there in, uh, at Mile High. No, definitely. You know, both teams obviously play at elevation, but, I wanted to ask you, I mean, I, I'm seeing a little bit, you know, I'm comparing our games to sort of premiership games that you might see overseas or super rugby games, maybe not for the quality, but just for the event and the location and things like that, the competitiveness and things like that. And I, I think you can be very clear that the, uh, particularly the last two days, the American professional rugby scene is very competitive. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't have had two more compelling games, so just fantastic. I wanted to ask you though. I'm I'm beginning to think the injury rate in the MLR is a little bit higher than than maybe some of the other leagues around the world, um, and I'm wondering if it's just the newfound fitness requirements that these players are are coming up to, even in the third week of play. I talked to Gary Gold, the men's national team coach for the Eagles. He said that was a big concern for them. Players uh, uh, players playing at this level, you know, some of them for the first time in a full time environment every day. Um, and then coming into these, you know, huge uh, uh, crash sessions during these games, there was some major contact in, in this game today. There was, and I think what the, the problem is going to be is the different levels of players. So we've got we, we, we we're hearing things yes. like such yes. and such has been signed just this week and is straight in the starting lineup, and you're like, okay, yeah. but he's now up against guys who have been in training. If it's a Glendale team, have been in training Absolutely. in camp for the past twelve months. They're conditioned, they're ready against someone who's just arrived, possibly out of club rugby, who's been playing part time. Yep. And so I think it's something that will improve. Uh, 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 oh, definitely. Uh, it's not, not, a, com- moment, not a complaint from. No, no. Uh, I think, yeah, I think at the moment that that's where you might begin seeing some of your injuries is, is in that different, the different level of, of conditioning that the players have because of how long they've been in camp. No, definitely. And I think, you know, we all have to just understand, you know, as, as impatient as we might be. And, and gosh, you know, we couldn't ask for more right now, quite frankly. There's nothing to complain about, you know, that that's, makes any long-term sense to complain about. Um, you know, the, li- the line's too long at the loo. You know, that's, that's, you know, that might be one of the complaints. You never know. But, but uh, it's just been, a, you know, just, a, just a, a great on-the-field and off-the-field experience for everyone involved. Uh, but, on the in- but on the injury side, I think you're absolutely right. The disparity in the level of the, the players – uh, particularly with the contact now that's demanded of them by, you know, the standard's just going to raise. Everyone's on TV. You've got more crowds. You've got more video. You know you're going to, you know, you're fitter, you're stronger, you're faster, you're more confident. And and here you go. And there were some, some big hits today for sure. However, that said, for me, I'd rather see less big hits as a coach, and I'd much rather see more consistent tackling right at the front line. I mean, there was... There was some atrocious tackling today. I mean, there was there was some gro- some very good looking individual runs that might have led for tries or runs that led to passes that led to tries, but certainly uh, caused by a number of missed tackles. And I think that's one of the things across the board in this league we're going to have to really develop, particularly as these players project onto the international scene. No, absolutely. And the 
Um, and we were talking about Vanicolo. He he cut through that uh, that midfield for Glendale, oh. uh, and so that they definitely the the, the twelve thirteen plus the winger need to to, to get their communication better. Clear uh, that there was something going wrong there. Um, it doesn't matter how big and powerful he is. You've you've got to get something uh, sorted out, and you've also got to adapt during the definitely. game, which they didn't do. Uh, that's which which definitely. happened. So anyway, we, well, we, but we had um, Glendale pulling out that ten point lead. Um, and then yep. the, and then we had Utah come back. Well, um, went through some phases, which was good to see, which led to to, to their first penalty. Um, and then again, and we're going to talk about this, I guess, a lot from from Utah. Uh, a, a good break, uh, a, a, some some good support. They got a bit narrow. They lost yep. the structure, but fi- but um, after a couple of phases, managed to spin it wide and get over the line. And yep. no, the, the, some of the tries were spectacular, you know, and and the. The back and forth of the game, I thought, was great. You know, both neither team was able to really step it up, you know, and, and create any level of dominance for any particular period of time. The um, and uh, just we've got uh, just have a quick look at the chat. We've got some people in from Georgia. Um, I think Simon's from the UK. We've got Jacob from um, Salt Lake City. So it's good to have a good international audience. Absolutely. For this. And and that's also part one of the things we've seen is is that we have got this international audience. The uh, yeah, we had the fig thing at, at, at halftime. I think for me, one of the things that was striking me at that point was you had basically a lot of the go forward from Utah was through, um, as we say, Vernicolo, but also I've got oh, gone blank. It's the guy's name now. Lasigier um, or Lauter. Yeah, um, and uh, but also uh, Tamalai as well, but also but, but playing perhaps um, a bit bit wider. Whereas you saw from the um, from the Raptors, we had uh, a, we had Luke White making a break for that first try. Um, we had uh, Fafita making a good break on half time. Their forwards were the, the the Glendale forwards are more than happy to get their hands on the ball and, and have a go, aren't they? Yes, yeah, Fenoglio is not afraid for sure. You know, you mentioned you mentioned Tamilau earlier. You know, before we talked on the show, you know, my, my point of view here is looking at players that are going to project in the World Cup in 2019 as a as a former Eagle player and, and, a, and, and a guy who's really interested in our national team. So yeah, I was delighted to see Tamalau playing the way he did. He's played a couple of years in France in the Pro D2, I believe. Um, and he's come back here, and he, and he just looks like he's playing with a little more confidence around the base of the scrum. He's a great athletic specimen, and, and he likes to, you know, wander around the field a little bit, you know, like like uh, like number eights, like, like any, any, uh, any reasonably-minded number eight likes to do. Um, but I, I was, uh, you know, so I like the impact he made. I, you know, the, even the commentators made some comments on the fitness. And I think throughout the league, we're going to need to see significantly better fitness. You know, the, the, I understand you're playing at altitude today. I think it was 76 degrees in Harriman, Utah, which I assume is near Salt Lake. Um, and uh, but I think the fitness is going to have to improve significantly as well. Oh, absolutely. But the. And, and that's what probably led to, and we'll get onto it in the second half. Some of those breaks in those in the, in yes, the last twenty minutes um, was was yeah. a difference in in, in fitness. Uh, and I think that the the USA now are building up quite a good uh, depth at number eight um, I mean, um, because uh, Kem Dolan, I think Kem Blank is yes, Kem um, Kem's playing very well. He's playing playing for the Legion. He's just coming back from the Cardiff Blues. He's a very nice player. Probably the class number eight in the league right now from the American standpoint. 
Uh, and I think there was another, there was another uh, eagle and break like last night we talked about. And I've gone blank as to his name, so sorry about that. But there's, there's, there's about, uh, there's, they're, build, they're building up like three or four players now who can, who can all challenge for that, for that role. So seeing that depth uh, addition in Absolutely. some of the positions is great. Um, as, as well. Yeah, and look and look at look at the look at the Austin player, the Austin Seven Hermesize. I don't even know how to say his last name. <laughs> Hermesize. Hank Hanko's great. <laughs> um, you know, really, really, he's really putting his. Uh, he's going to. He, they're going to be stitching the stitching his name on the back of that jersey, not just heat pressing it. Uh, sure. Yeah, he's going to be. Uh, we're going to. He's going to sell some jerseys with his name on the back. That's for certain. Yeah. Um, so we got into that second half, and it was Tamalau uh, making the break. Vianicola uh, getting released to score out wide for uh, f- for Utah, and we were seeing at this point that it was individual efforts from uh, from Utah, individual players, uh, perhaps not getting the support, perhaps not having the, s- the structures around them, uh, making the breaks. Sometimes it came off, sometimes it didn't, uh, but it was individual skills that was that, that, that was that was ranking that, that was sort of moving them forwards. Yeah, to our earlier point, two different teams, you know, and you would expect that from the Warriors throwing it around a little bit more. Uh, but definitely a little bit less structured, and certainly, uh, you know, getting around the paddock. I think the the, the fitness of Utah definitely showed definitely showed at times. But they played with a tremendous amount of heart, and I think you know the the result was Glendale today. But I think the Utah Warriors will be very happy in the locker room today think, about their performance and the way they project into the future. And that's the big thing, isn't it? It's the step up from their. Uh, did they have by last week? And they played in the first week. Anyway, they, this is their second game, but the the, the, it's yes. the 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 step forward in performance between their games uh, is what's been good to see today. Today for them, uh, yeah, we, we never. They, and Glendale are a team that's been around, or come from a club and a name that people have known for years. Uh, we've had yes. other teams that, whilst we don't recognise the names, their DNA is around certain clubs. So Seattle SeaWolves. Yes. Um, uh, from Seattle Saracens and Seattle Harlequins, I think we've got down in Austin. Uh, we've um, the Austin, the Austin Hunts have, have moved into being the Austin Blacks. Elite. Um, yep. Whereas in Utah, this is a team from they don't have they haven't had that club DNA behind them. They are probably That's one of correct. the newest, and freshest teams uh, and setups uh, in 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 the league. So yeah, they they they've got the biggest growth out of, out of all this, out of all the teams to to, to go from. Well, you never know. You know that Mormon money. That Mormon money might uh, might start coming out big time. You know, uh, I, I was really pleased to see the just the presentation today. You know, Utah, clean, crisp, beautiful. You know, surroundings around the stadium, beautiful stadium. You know, of course, for me, I'd love to see those stadiums packed, and we've got to do something about that. You know, but but uh, uh, that will happen in time. But I thought the whole presentation was great today. The TV presentation was excellent. I think they need to pull back on the TV a little bit. The shots are too far close up, so you can't really, you know, whether you're a rugby fan. Well, I guess if you're if you're a new rugby fan, maybe you do want to see the close up shots of the scrum and things like that, rather than seeing how the backs are lined up. But uh, uh, regardless, you know, any any critique would be uh, would, would is very minor at this particular time. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, the, the commentators also are getting used to commentating about rugby. Uh, we had. A few interesting uh, comments made by them during the game, but on the whole, they're, they're, they're correct. I mean, missing the fact of, of the, a couple of the penalties were for coming in from the side, calling the the ten meter line, the forty yard line. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we can live with that. Most of the stuff they got was was, was right, but they'll well, improve. And as you well, say, the well, cameramen I, I, are also I, moving from probably from a, from a American football 
usage of 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 of, of panning to a to a rugby. And they've got to learn how to yeah how 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 to frame their shots. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm struggling. It's hard enough for me to talk about the game after the game with a little bit of notes in front of me about the game. But uh, I can't even imagine having to call it while it's going on. And I have a real, real, uh, real, real praise for guys like Power and Dallin Stanford and Viz Hightower. And, you know, Pete Steinberg's been getting into the mix. Um, God, who did I miss? I'm sorry if I missed anyone. Chad. Uh, really, Grant Cole. I was going to say, you know, I'll, these I'll guys really, who's been on the show. <laughs> yep. Really, really making an effort to step up the media level and the, and the, and just get some, People, you know, talking rugby, and, and I think all of us in the states are hearing from our, you know, I like to call them civilian friends. You know, your non-rugby friends, they're civilian friends. You know, we're hearing from our civilian friends. Hey, I just saw rugby. Hey, I just saw this. Hey, I just watched the game. And and you know, you just hope there's a little bit of stickiness, you know, stick to itiveness to that to that touch that the rugby game. The and. And look, it's it's all about positivity. It's all about trying to explain things uh, to the audience, which I think it's been good. Um, unfortunately, my connection looks like it's uh, dropped for Tony for a little while. He'll he'll be back. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, no worries. Um, but um, one of the things that we that uh, um, that we then saw was that a, for a team that's built on their individual skills, I thought the countering attacking from Utah might be a bit better. Uh, in the end, actually, it was a counter attacking of Glendale that, um, that 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 won the day. A uh, great counter attack from um, uh, against her in a play, which got them back into the the game at seventeen all. Um, London makes the break, releases Harley Davidson, and Harley Davidson. There's there's a name that fine. It has its fun value because of its because he's because the motorbikes obviously. But there this, are some great name, there are some great names in Major League Rugby, and, and his is on top. But there are some great names. But we're going to learn more about him because of his skill level, not because of his name. Uh, Absolutely. The, because he scored that one, he also made a great break where he, um, to to win the game, where absolutely he beat the entire team. Now, yes, we talked earlier about first up tackling, uh, but the players were tired, and this again, this goes back to the fact that the Glendale are, are a more established setup. They've got better, yes, they've got be- better fitness and conditioning. They could play the full eighty, um, and and went all the way because even for that try, obviously he beat the whole team. But before that. We had Glendale using going all the way to the left of the pitch, playing, taking the ball all the way to the right, not oh, playing all the way to the right. That's right. But finding that space and making the breaks, um, and to to be able to do that at that stage of the game, to have the men and and to have the because prior to that they'd been dropping the ball, but they were like, okay, the game's on the line now, guys. Concentrate more. Stop dropping the ball. Right. Um, right. And and, right. and that's basically what won them because that what that won them the game, I think. Well, I, I like the, you know, you've got Will McGee who can pull the ball back beautifully. He's a great decision maker. And obviously the ball off his foot is excellent, both in play and, and, uh, and after a penalty and, and kicking for goal. So you've got, you know, McGee and then he's got, he's got options inside of him. Um, Bryce Campbell, the big boy from Indiana. What a player he is. Chad London at the 13. And then, and then you've got, uh, you know, you can bring in a wing like Harley Davidson. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a little scary, you know, for a back line and, and, and uh, really nice players. I thought the second half was the, the Harley Davidson show, you know, with a little bit of Bryce Campbell thrown in. I, I thought I thought Harley just really, really revved it up. 
Gosh, that sounds bad, revved it up. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even mean that. You've been listening to the commentators far too much. Who'd be, who'd be, uh, who'd be, I didn't even mean, I didn't even mean it. Um, so yeah, the, so, 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 so the big thing for Glendale is, is, is the handling, I think was, 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 they need to do. Utah, obviously their shape, but secondly was their penalties. They, whereas Utah's play was breaking down because of drop balls, uh, Sorry, Glendale's was, was breaking down because of drop balls. Utah's was breaking down because players were getting isolated and having to hold yeah. on to the ball too much. Um, and you and you could see the you could see the frustration there in some of the Utah players. You know, again that that Pacific Islander uh, you know mentality coming in, just so emotional and so athletic and so aggressive. And then when things start not going their way necessarily, you know, you could see the frustration in some of their faces for sure, particularly around the big hits and some of the penalties. You know, kind of gets in their mind. In this professional mindset now, you know, these mental coaches, you know, they're going to be mental coaches talking to people about, you know, you've just got to live in the moment. You can't even look a second past, you know, you can't even look one second past. You've got to live in the moment, look forward, forget about that penalty and drive forward. And I think, I, I, I think that negatively affected Utah a little bit. You know, you mentioned the ball, you mentioned the balls going to the ground. I, 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 just like last night, I mean, this was a, a marvelously contested event, very compelling till the end. Um, but the standard, you know, the, too many balls going to ground, you know, particularly on first phase, um, uh, or excuse me, you know, uncontested ball in the back line, whether it's a big forward trying to handle it or a back, too many balls going to ground. We cannot, yeah, that's got to be improved in American rugby all the way around. It does, but I think um, I didn't see that so much from Utah tonight. I thought the handling was good tonight. Um, I think it was, it was it was a contrast as to how each each of them sort of how they're yes sir yeah um, the I just noticed a couple I just noticed a couple that went you know balls when the when when teams are gaining momentum a service might be given a second pass and then a guy you know in his hands drops to the ground that that's you know that's those are balls we've just got to catch at every level no absolutely and looking at the uh, so last night I said, okay, I'm going to try and do some stats for this game. So I tried. Now, I don't think I've nice. caught them all. But I think, yeah, the penalty count. That's I think, all right. I think the penalty count was um, somewhere around about 11 uh, given by Utah to, to seven by Glendale. which which And uh, it was much. Uh, and Glendale's, quite a lot of those came in the second half uh, when they started getting being a bit under pressure, I think. But so... There we go. We're starting to try and bring you bring your stats because uh, we don't have. There you them. go. Nice. <laughs> don't have them nice. places. Well, I think I think I think the referee was was wonderfully quiet today. You know, you didn't really notice him. The first game they, you know, we've had nine MLR games now in three weeks. Uh, the first game we had the, I, I think it was the Frenchman Cor, uh, I can't even remember his name, Carmier or Corbier, or, um, and you know, we noticed him a little bit too much and you know critiquing the event as a rugby game try, trying to make sure that it flows so that you know the the civilian i'm talking about uh can enjoy it uh i i thought the referee was was noticeably you know quiet today you didn't even really notice him which was great really great yeah it is uh, and certainly always is as a, certainly always is as a player <laughs> yeah let us deal with it on the pitch please yeah. um <laughs> That's a bit old. School. And you know, you see what happened there. You saw, you know, you saw Ponty from Utah try and uh, try and deal with it himself at the end of the first half. I, you know, that was he obviously had uh, he obviously had Fig lined up, and that's not cool. No, not cool for a professional for a professional athlete. You know, this this is there's a lot of eyes on you now. A lot of replay, a lot of video, a lot of Twitter. You know, you just you know you want to make sure you're keeping your head. 
Totally. Says, says me. <laughs> we might have to dig out some some old footage of yourself and uh, maybe oh, uh, man, and, no. uh, and and uh, give give a reminder to uh, to people. Yeah. Um, so black, black and white, black and white. <laughs> so let's have a quick look at uh, let's, uh, um, some of the players. I mean, we've talked about um, on, on, actually, on the Warriors side. I think well, even on the losing side, I think I, I put Vianicolo um, as as man of the match. Yes, his defensive work uh, slipped towards the end. But yeah, he got yep. through a lot of work. Um, Luatui also had a good. Game. I was, I was going to. I was and, and also Fanicolo right at the end. Had Utah scored, he would have. He would have. Uh, he you know he would have put that ball. He would have that. He would have set up that try as well. So he was clear. You know he was clearly the player of the game. You know for the Utah certainly in the back line, no question, making things happen. Um, and as you say, the, 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 I mean, Kurt, Kurt Marath did we, we, we talked about, but I think. Um, uh, doesn't even have to take a shower. Morath doesn't even have to take a shower after games. You know, it's pretty remarkable. He's so cool, you know, calm. You know, he gets the ball, the frenzied players running around him, and he just casu- casually just just it off. Wonderful player. He's going to raise the he's going to raise the level of players around him. And I think I think as a Tongan himself, you know, he's he's going to calm that team down, and he's going to get he's going to earn a lot of respect from those from those big aggressive you know athletes they've got. And uh, and that's going to be a team to be reckoned with. The league just got a lot tighter, in my opinion. Oh yeah, um, Luatui. We, we saw him make a couple of good breaks. Uh, you talked about Patty, but I think he tries. To, to me, um, uh, well, yeah, what one of them was a bit of a was, was uh, a lot more work than the other one, though. Um, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he but did... you know those wingers. You know those wingers. They'll take him any way they can. Well, right? that's true. No problem. Yeah, we'd have to just look at um, Ben Lamb last night, but um, for the for the Hurricanes getting his hat trick. Yes, but again, the other one that he did was we were talking about heads up rugby. He spotted that he had a forward in front of him. Sure, he's in his own half, but you know what? I'll still yeah. um, I, I can skin him, so I'm off. Um, and that's what we like to see. Yeah, yeah look, sure. recognize what's in front of you and play it. Um, I thought yeah. you mentioned Patty. I personally thought he could have had a better game, but um, got himself involved. Oh no, uh, definitely no. He he was he was electric. Definitely he he could have had a better game. I, I just. He just took my eye. What you know? He, he he just got my real notice when he took took that retaliatory shot towards Fig. Yep. You know, I was really disappointed. On um, on the Raptors side, um, I mean, names we've talked. We've obviously talked, we've talked about um, Harley Davidson, Will McGee running things. Uh, Chad London had that good break. Right, uh, and Bryce Campbell in it. Yep. The names we know. Yeah. Um, we've not really talked about much in this game, but a kind of fifteen. A, a nice 15. solid player. But nice that, solid player. He, he was in. He was in a mix. But what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of Sean Davis' replacement at nine? Chrisman, young looking young 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 looking kid. The um, so do trying to remember which one he was. So, so that was the guy who started. Um, the I can't remember making uh, any breaks, but it was a matter of and perhaps a bit slow to the break. I just noticed. Times, no, he didn't. He, because he didn't make he didn't make many breaks. I just really liked his service, the speed of service, the quick ball. Unfortunately, first again, yeah. Um, and what we're talking about there was yeah, the, the quick ball to McGee, and when you got someone like McGee outside you, that's what you want your um your, 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 uh, your young scrum half to do is let McGee make decisions for you uh, and get it there to him quick. Um, which I think is what you're talking about. Um, 
the and yeah, he did that. Uh, which is and as as a young, it's something we've seen in actually uh, for the Hurricanes with TJ Piranara out. They've had a play. They've had a, a young guy in there, and it's like okay, you've got Bowden Barrett outside you. You've what's got the, the buzz? What? Get it out to them. Yes. Speaking of super, real quick, what's the buzz down there about the Jaguares? Uh, two wins on the trot in New Zealand and four wins in a row on the road. That must be making some big news. That's that's cool. Now, very impressed. And basically, yeah, they've come of age. They have arrived. Um, and uh, the Mario Ledesma's doing a great job there. The they've had some a bit been a bit inconsistent at home, but this tour really has looks like it's galvanised them. Absolutely. One question for you, actually, as a, as, a, as an ex international, and, and how much it plays on your mind for selection. They've changed their selection <laughs> priority so that now policy. Sorry, so now you don't. They, they will be selecting players from Europe this year, not just from Super Rugby. I'm wondering how You're much. You're talking about Argentina. Talking about Argentina. Argentina. Yep. So Argentina are going to be selected players from from Europe as well as as well as Super Rugby. How much do you think that has paid, influenced the uh, the intensity of the Hagiwaris, knowing that actually there's more competition for their international jersey, and they just they don't just walk into it. Well, oh no! And I want to hear Tony's opinion on this one. Um, Looks like we've got a bit of a, uh, not the best. Uh, yeah, you're back now. Go on. All right. All right. So, you know, regardless of your status as a player, you know, even if you're Dan Carter, you're still, you know, you still got a little nervousness when they, when the coach announces the team, right? I mean, every, every player, no matter what's your status, and you're always thinking about selection and you're always thinking about the next tour and you, you know, you're not working for not, you know, you're not working for nothing. You're working to put on that international jersey, you know, and, and quite frankly, for me, that was that was just a huge, you know, uh, component of my mind share of was playing, you know, what I needed to do to play. The- okay, unfortunately, our link's dropping out, so I think it's probably time for us to uh, wrap things up. Um, uh, thank you, Jacob, in the live chat. Apparently, there are highlights on the uh, Major League Rugby's. Uh, YouTube page during the week, so check those out. I've only seen the high, I've, I've not seen those myself. I've only seen full games and uh, top tries, so check that out um, for highlights. Um, and uh, Tony, uh, let people know where they can uh, can get hold of you during the week to talk rugby. Yeah, well, I'm at Tony Ridnell on Twitter and, and uh, a blog called blog.ridnell.com about uh, the governance issues in USA rugby and some of the things that are going on at the at the top levels off the field, uh, which is a very uh, critical stage for us. I'm wearing the uh, the Rugby World Cup Sevens uh, logo today for for mention. If anyone's watching this, yeah, you know, it's going to be a World Cup last event, and and bring a club, bring a family, bring a team. We need we uh, we need to sell that place out. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I think they need uh, maybe ten thousand seats a day to sell. I think we're about three quarters full. So so let's get after it there. RWC7s.org or .com. Cool. Um, I'm Paul, obviously, uh, driving more this week. You can find me on Twitter, uh, the YouTube. Obviously, you're watching it on YouTube, so hey, you know about that. Um, or if you're listening to the podcast, yeah. um, do do come over to YouTube, subscribe, and all that kind of stuff. Trying to build the audience. So, yeah, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, clear call to actions, apparently, social media and how it works. So uh, there you go. That should hopefully be clear to you. Uh, and um, catch me uh, every night on YouTube, 8 p.m. New Zealand time. There'll be shows. And we're kicking off a brand new Wednesday night show. Uh, we're probably going to call it something along the lines of Driving Mall, the All Blacks edition. So if you can guess what that's going to be about, uh, I think it's pretty clear there. So, nice. Um, 
Nice. It'll be a, we'll, yeah, an hour of All Blacks chat on a Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night is what we're planning to do. So check in for that as well. And uh, thank you very much for, for watching us and enjoy whatever you're watching. Thanks, Paul. Take care. See you next week. See you next week.